Hello and welcome to the Bear Down Breakdown here on Trees 3. Folks, I'm your host, Connor Rountree. Before we jump into our NFL action this week, we just have to remind you that our bracket challenge for the MLB presented by Halo Fishing from American Baitworks is live right now. The fine folk over at American Baitworks are giving us $500 to give away to you, the winner of the MLB bracket challenge. It closes tonight at first pitch. That is Thursday night at first pitch for the Divisional League Series. So folks, make sure you head on over to SportsTreeLTD.com, hit sign up or subscribe, and get in to fill out your MLB Bracket Challenge, brought to you by Halo Fishing from American Baitworks. Folks, getting into our NFL rundown now, there's only one perfect team remaining, and it was my sleeper team to watch this season. So I hope you're not sleeping on them anymore. It's the Arizona Cardinals. Jalen Smith has been cut from the Cowboys in his signing with the Green Bay Packers. Stephen Gilmore, the four-time Pro Bowler and 2019 Defensive Player of the Year, has also been cut by the New England Patriots, and he will be signing with the Carolina Panthers. For our NFL injury report, as it pertains to your fantasy teams at home, folks, the first guy that you have to be wary of is DJ Chark. The Jacksonville wide receiver is on IR with an ankle injury. Up next, it's Will Lutz. The Saints kicker is also on IR with stomach issues and won't return till at least week seven as per ESPN. Robbie Gold, the 49ers kicker, is also on IR with a groin injury, and the Bears lose their number one running back in David Montgomery to a knee sprain for the next four to five weeks. As for a performance update from me, folks, I am 30-7 and this NFL season with my head-to-head -head picks, a perfect 4-0 across Sports Tree and the Monkey Knife Fight platform this past week. As always, we'll have three more picks for you in today's show and a few more come our show on Friday for Trees 3. For our NFL Stump and Bump of the Week, we're going to start it out with our Bump of the Week, and it has to go to Zach Wilson and Justin Fields. Their first NFL wins for each of them. It's a Fields of Dreams, baby, in Soldier Field against the Lions last week, and we'll get into that later in the show. Rookie quarterbacks were 1-11 and entering last week's action, and these two guys stepped up huge for their franchises that are both in dire quarterback situations. For a stump of the week, it has to go to the New Orleans Saints. In their unofficial home opener, it looked like the Saints were going to roll to a win, but then they somehow blew a 20-10 lead to the Giants in the final seven minutes of regulation. Also, the dual QB system clearly isn't working, Mr. Payton. Off the field, stump of the week showdown goes to Urban Meyer. Being a bit of a distraction, gets his butt kicked by Cincinnati, stays in, goes to his own bar in Ohio, and gets absolutely plastered, leaving his team to go home by themselves on the team flight. I wonder if the roles were reversed, if the coach would let the players stay behind. My answer is probably not. Urban Meyer, you're a stump and you just lost your team. Getting into our fantasy up and down now across the NFL for all you fantasy GMs at home. The first guy that you have to put up and into your lineup for week five action is Damian Williams. With Monty banged up, Williams will be the featured back in week five. Not to mention he ripped out 55 yards on just eight touches against the Lions in week four. A quarterback that you should put up and into your lineup is Daniel Jones. For a spot start at QB, there are a few better options. He ranks 7th overall in fantasy points accumulated by quarterbacks this season and is coming off his first 400-yard passing game of his career. And he gets a Dallas defense this week that's been in shambles, allowing over 315 yards passing 
per game this season. As for our fantasy downs, folks, we mentioned these two names earlier. The first guy, make sure you don't cut him, it's David Montgomery. He's out four to five weeks. While the injury did look gruesome, it's just a knee sprain, so you should be able to get him back into your lineup later in the season or force a trade with somebody desperate for a running back. DJ Chark looks to be done for the season with an ankle injury after he was carted off against the Bengals last week. Getting into our breakdown segment of the show where we're going to break down the Bears' win over the Lions last week. The Bears handled the Lions pretty thoroughly on Sunday, 24-14. Chicago finished with a season-high 373 yards of offense on Sunday, and the Bears won the turnover battle with a pair of fumble recoveries, and they added a couple fourth-down stops. It was a typical strong defensive showing from the Bears at home who didn't let the Lions on the board to the second half. Overall, it was a good win for the team, but Matt Nagy was his typical self in the post-game interview. While he admitted to not calling the plays and then praising Bill Lazar and saying he did a good job, the egotistical Nagy had to take some credit. Ultimately, it goes through me, right? Everything that we do, regardless of, of anything else, who's calling this, who's calling that, it goes through me. Then later in the press conference, he dug himself further into his pit of misery. In regards to the play calling, uh, Bill did a great job, you know, and, and I think that... Uh, you know, at the same point in time, it's important that we understand that uh, I had to, I, I felt good out there as a head coach. And that's real. Nagy won't even say if he intends to keep Lazar as the play caller to the media for the rest of the year. But the thing is, he really should. The Bears put up a season high 373 yards of offense and 24 points. One week after recording, only 47 yards of offense with Nagy calling the plays. Rookie quarterback Justin Fields looked great. He went 11 for 17 for 209 yards with an interception that was a batted pass, looking much more comfortable in the pocket. The Bears also rushed for a season-high 188 yards in the win, getting back to their true identity on offense. If the Bears are going to have any success in Las Vegas this week, they're going to need another strong rushing showing from that offense. And that leads us into our bear down and game prediction for Sunday. Yes, Derek Carr leads the NFL in passing, but he's coming off of a game in which he didn't record 200 yards and lost. A large part of that problem was the Raiders O-line who couldn't keep the Chargers off car and he was sacked four times absorbing seven QB hits. That's an important stat because the Bears last week had four sacks with seven QB hits. Hmm, I wonder what this is shaping up for. Khalil Mack already has four sacks this season. Robert Quinn on the other side of the edge has four and a half sacks. If that Bears defensive front can get to the Raiders quarterback pretty quickly, it might be hard to start the car come Sunday. On the other side of the ball, Justin Fields had 12.3 pass yards per attempt in week four against Detroit. The most by a Bears quarterback with 15 plus pass attempts since Mitch Trubisky did it in 2018. It took Fields just two starts to already eclipse that record set by Trubisky. And if he gets comfortable and stays comfortable, I like Fields to really find his game. As for the run game, yes, the Bears did lose David Montgomery, but on the other hand, Damian Williams had 55 yards on just eight touches against the Lions on Sunday. That's good for 6.9 yards per carry, and why is that important? Because the Raiders are averaging a staggering 4.9 yards against per carry this season. That's good enough for fourth worst in the NFL. The Bears have the 10th best rush attack in the NFL and are coming off their best rushing performance of the season. That's how you get this Raiders team, and it feels is averaging over a first down per completion 5.5 points is just too much to give i think this is gonna be a very tight game folks they have to give a slight edge to the raiders because of coaching but if Nagy gives the play calling the lazar and that defense plays the way they do five and a half points is simply too much give me the bears with the plus five and a half all right, folks, it's now time for our Thursday night football preview here on the Bear Down Breakdown. It's the Rams of Los Angeles visiting the Seattle Seahawks and the 12th man. 
Now, in a game of averages, Matthew Stafford looks very good heading into Thursday night football. Stafford has thrown at least two touchdown passes in each of the Rams' first four games this season, averaging right around 300 yards passing. Seattle's defense, on the other hand, is averaging two touchdown passes against per game and right around 300 yards passing. So the science says that Matthew Stafford is going to go off on Thursday night football in Seattle. Or is it math? It doesn't matter. Seattle has given up the most rush yards in the NFL this season, and the Rams have given up the eighth most passing yards. And Wilson is a guy who will keep his team in the game come hell or high water. Because of that, I like this to be an offensive shootout between a pair of teams that know how to score. But I do think the Rams edge out the Seahawks and the 12th man on Thursday night football. In fact, the Rams are the only team with a winning record against Russell Wilson in the NFL that have played him four plus times. Make sure you take the Rams on Thursday night. For Monkey Night Fight Play of the Day, folks, we're going to zero in on these quarterbacks. We're going to play a more or less contest with these guys to get you in to win 3.6 times your ROI. Now, the first guy that we're going to look at is Matthew Stafford. As we said, he's averaging 300 yards passing a game. Seattle's giving up 300 yards passing per game. He's averaging two touchdowns per game. Seattle's giving up two touchdowns per game. I like him to go off. Make sure you take more on him. And as for Russell Wilson, as I said, come hell or high water, he'll keep his Seahawks in this game like he has always done, especially against the eighth worst pass defense in the NFL. So I like more on Russell Wilson as well. All right, folks, it's time for your favorite part of the show. It is Grizzly Bears Picks of the Week, and quite frankly, it's the best part of the show. My boy was a perfect 2-0 last week to pull himself to 500 on this season, now sitting 3-3 with his season picks. Myself on this show, I'm 8-0, but this is Grizzlies time. All right, all right, we got Thursday Night Football. Seahawks hosting the Whams. I'm going to have to take the Whams, and I'm going to take my tweet and run away. My namesake is rolling, gonna look at the Raiders, but pick the Bears. Defense first, let's get some sacks. For our survivor pick for week five, we're just gonna recap the teams that we have used so you know that we can't use these teams again. In week one, we took Kansas City. In week two, we took the Denver Broncos. Week three, the Raiders snuck by by the hair of their chinny-chin-chin. Week four, Tampa Bay, Tom Brady got it done in Foxborough. Week five, I like the Ravens on Monday Night Football in Baltimore hosting the Colts. I like that power run offense from the Ravens to reign supreme and advance you to your next week of your survivor pool. Another good team to take this week, if you haven't already used them, is Tampa Bay, but I used them last week, so I'm riding with the Ravens, folks. For a trivia question on this week's show, folks, we're going to switch gears and ask you a little baseball question because of our MLB Bracket Challenge, which is live now and open courtesy of Halo Fishing from American Baitworks. Make sure you get in there to win your share of $15,000 a year and $500 for this certain bracket challenge. All brought to you by Halo Fishing from American Baitworks. Here's your question. Which Dodger player hit a home run to win the NL wildcard game and advance them to the NLDS to take on the San Francisco Giants? Everything gets started this Friday. Which player hit the home run in the bottom of the ninth to give the Dodgers the walk-off and walk-in to the NLDS? Folks, I'm Connor Rountree. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Bear Down Breakdown. And remember to hit it hard.